0: Back to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt, sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Here's Jeff Hunt.
1: Friends, great to have you with us. Today we're talking with Mallory Rechtenbach. Uh, She serves as legal counsel on the parental rights team at Alliance Defending Freedom. And you probably heard about this case because it's just so shocking. All right. Fifth grade girl goes on a trip, an overnight trip with her school district here in Jefferson County, fifth grade. it, it, It just pains me that our kids are drug into these fights. But she's fifth grade, forced to spend the night in a bed, not just the same room, but in a bed with a boy that identifies as a girl. And she doesn't feel comfortable with this. So she talks to her parents Uh, The school doesn't really have a very very clear policy on this. So they're making it up on the fly. They decide to kind of lie to the other girls. And uh, first, we're going to move you to a different bed that's closer to an air conditioner. But then the girls are like, well, why doesn't uh, your your bedmate just move with you? But then that's not right. So then they eventually separate them. But the school district didn't have clear policy. It put the teachers in a bad position. It put the parents in a bad position. And it put these students... If you remember what it's like to be fifth grade, you just want to have fun with your friends. You don't be drugged into national battles over social issues. So that's where we find ourselves. And joining us, as I mentioned, on the show is Mallory Rechtenbach. So Mallory, I'm just going to – I'm going to play the other side here. And I just – I want to hear what your response is. So go ahead. Um, you, you have a fifth grade boy who identifies as a girl. They are transitioning. Does the school have a responsibility to make sure that that student who's transitioning is treated in a way they identify with so that they can be uh, properly educated, properly cared for through this transition?
0: All children should be treated with respect and dignity, full stop. And that doesn't matter what gender identity the child has it doesn't matter what religion the child is anything all children should be treated with respect and dignity so it is the school district's duty to do that if the school district feels that they want to um, allow a student who identifies as transgender to stay in a room with other students of their same gender identity rather than sex that's fine but what the whales are asking for is simply knowledge of that beforehand and the ability to say, I don't feel comfortable with my child staying in that room or my child doesn't feel comfortable staying in that room. Because all children, when placed in overnight accommodations that are school-sponsored, that are government-sponsored, and include bathrooms and getting ready for the day, those children should feel comfortable and at ease. And so it's the school district's duty to make sure that all children feel comfortable. And if our our client's daughter doesn't feel comfortable staying with a student of the opposite sex who identifies as transgender, then it is the school district's duty to provide um, accommodations for her where she is comfortable.
1: So you have an information issue Right. The, the idea that the school district is not sharing the information that they need to with parents. They're kind of hiding that. But then you have an equal treatment issue, which I, this is what I appreciate about the case that you guys are bringing here, is that it seems to be elevating the interests of certain people above the interests of other people, that this policy in itself is just isn't fair to all students. Is that right?
0: Yes, I think that's fair to say. The problem is the policy says we will room students in most cases by gender identity rather than sex. It does allow for any student to request an accommodation on their own. But the problem is parents don't need know that they may need to do that because they don't even know that it's an option mm-hmm. for the school district to room their child with a student of the opposite sex. That's why we're simply asking for clarification on the policy and for it to be a written aspect of the policy that parents will be identified that they will identify this policy and ask parents to either opt in or opt out of the policy before the trip because then you're not putting kids in this position where you know our client's daughter is hiding in the bathroom in tears Hmm. calling her parents saying i don't know what to do i'm in this really uncomfortable position i don't want to hurt the other child's feelings she doesn't want to make anybody, any other child feel uncomfortable, but she feels uncomfortable.
1: Do you think that proponents of transgenderism would be okay with the solution that you all propose? Is this a solution that works for everybody, I guess, is another way of asking it.
0: I think it should. I mean, we, we understand their perspective, and we never want to... Um, hurt the privacy of any student. That's why we're asking for this to be done in a way where no child is identified. They're simply asking on, on the forms, are you okay with your child being roomed with a child of the opposite sex who has a transgender gender identity? So that's not, you know, saying there is a certain child who has that identity. That's not naming any child that's not putting anybody in an uncomfortable position. It's simply informing parents. So to me, everybody should be able to get on board with that.
1: So Alliance Defending Freedom has won a lot of Supreme Court cases. You guys are like 14 or 15 U.S. Supreme Court cases, right, (laughs) that you have won at this point? So do you think Jefferson County School District, when they got your letter, um, uh, had to sit down? Uh, Do you you think that this is like, uh, oh, no, now the big guys in town uh, are aware of this situation and we're going to have to address it and they win? I mean, I think that's what we all appreciate about ADF is like you guys find a way forward to defend the rights of all people, right? It's not just a particular subset. You win cases on facts that everybody benefits from. So, I mean, do do you do you get us I, maybe this is you you can't you don't want to brag too much. I get it. But um, I mean, do you think they they have to take it seriously because ATF's in the game?
0: I mean, I hope they take it seriously, but I hope they take their own constituents seriously. I hope they take the parents in their district seriously who, you know, even before this happened, I know that this has happened with other parents in the district. And I know that parents have been approaching the district about this policy previously. So I would hope Mm. that Jefferson County takes their parents seriously and their students seriously and wants to ensure that all students in their district are, um, are comfortable and that their privacy is protected and that all of the constitutional rights of their parents are protected as well.
1: You serve as legal counsel. We're talking with Mallory Rechtenbach. She serves as legal counsel on the parental rights team. What is your advice to parents now? We've got kids in. we've got four kids in a classical charter school. So it's a public school, but it's not government run school and it has its own challenges. Mm -hmm. Uh, We are in a very unique moment in American history where education and parental rights seem to have some very unique challenges that didn't seem to be there 20, 30, 40 years ago. So what's your advice to parents now with kids in school?
0: You have to get involved. You have to ask the hard questions. You can't just assume when they say, oh, you know, children will be roomed with other, you know, children of the same sex. You have to specifically ask the question. What about students who have different gender identities and where will they be roomed? You, you have to really question the the teachers and the school districts and make sure that you have the information. You can do it in a really respectful way, in a way where you want to work with the teachers, you want to work with the school district, but you have to ask the questions because um, we're unfortunately seeing similar cases across the country where information, um, is not being given to parents, and in a lot of cases, is being intentionally hidden from parents. And that should never happen, but it does. And um, so I just really encourage parents to get involved with your school district, go to school board meetings, ask the questions. And if you have any concerns, if you think something has happened that violates your rights or the rights of your child, feel free to call ADF, and um, we would be happy to to take a look at it for you.
1: So I think parents at this point should probably have like a uh, signal, like a bat signal that has ADF on it, and when they face challenges (laughs) they can just shine it into the sky and then the superheroes will come defend your constitutional rights. Uh, Mallory, I so appreciate you being on the show. We've just got about a minute left. Um, What should people be looking for in this case Um, How can they be praying for the Wales family? What's next?
0: Well, the school district has until December 18th to uh, respond, and we're really hopeful that they're willing to work with us and that they're willing to work with the parents of their district and uh, have transparency for the district. So that's what we're praying for, and we're praying for um, the Wales family and all of the other parents in the district uh, in Jefferson County to have some really great communication and policy changes with the district.
1: Amen. Well, Mallory, please convey to us and to um, on behalf of all parents in the state of Colorado our thankfulness to the whales. I know it's not easy to step up and stand up. We know what Jack Phillips went through. We know what Lori Smith went through. We know it takes tremendous courage to stand against a wrong in this culture, and especially with the oppositions that they can face. But Mallory Rechtenbach legal counsel on the parental rights team, this important case here in Jefferson County. We'll continue to monitor it. Thanks so much for being on the show, Mallory.
0: Thank you so much for having me. We really appreciate it.
1: Friends, you're listening to the Frontier Freedom Hour, sponsored by the Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Hey, I want to encourage you to support Centennial as we face kind of our end-of-the-year push here. We stand for parental rights. We stand for our constitutional rights. We are a force in the state of Colorado for Christian conservative values. So go to supportcentennial.com, supportcentennial.com to be a part of what the Centennial Institute is doing. We'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Frontier Freedom Hour.